Anchor.fm is the best podcast streaming platform and hosting platform out there on the internet. Everything's free uh, to upload, free to download, free to listen. Uh, They give you an ad right off the rip for you to make sure uh, that you're making some money. Uh, But the big thing, it's free. You can edit it right through the right through the app itself Um, it's everything you need to make in a podcast all in one place Um, but the big thing is you got to download the free anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today exhausted me this week why is that i don't i don't know do you do you ever just get it to that season affective disorder i think it's a mix between that and like um years of built-up irritation about what human beings Mm. like like i had to reel myself back in this week at one point because I realized that I was in dangerously close territory to getting fired when I asked someone how do you function (laughs) like how do you get up every day and put your clothes on and get in a vehicle and drive to work amongst other drivers as stupid as you are and as ugly as God made you you said that to them out loud yes so then I had to have a sit down with HR. <laughs> Is this recording, Paul? Yeah. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's a good way to lead in. Yeah, apparently. I haven't had to talk to HR at my new job. You haven't? Yet. Yeah, it's been a mm. it's been a good stretch of a of a year. Yeah. I've had to talk to him. Yeah, it's been a while for me too. It's been a while for me too. It was it was deserved. I didn't I didn't fight it. I was like, okay. So what did you did you get detention or? No, no. They were just like, you can't, you can't say those things to people. And I was like, yeah, you got to put it in an email. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what I'm supposed to do. Yeah, yeah. That's good because I was gonna name this episode "Am I the Asshole," and uh, we led right into you're probably the asshole. In that question. In that situation. Yeah. Most people would call me the asshole. I consider myself justifiably angry. It's a righteous justice. Oh, okay. So. Yeah. That's me. You want to know, am I, my, am I the asshole I do. question I'm of really, the week? I'm really curious. Yes, please tell me. <laughs> All right. So, in September, I uh, found a Facebook message from somebody like a, a month before that so they had sent me what's before in august so okay. they had sent me a message i don't know this person okay they sent me a message asking if i want to be part of a show in columbus okay for autism awareness like a benefit show yes okay which i'm pretty sure everybody knows about autism at this point so yeah. i don't know who we're making aware um but it is <laughs> okay okay <laughs> I mean, he seemed nice. Yeah. Like, and I was like, "All right, cool." Benefit shows usually pay pretty well, and I was like, "All right, cool." What's the? Uh, I was like, "Sorry, I just saw this. Like, you popped in my spam thing. Uh, what's what's like the pay? Uh, 
how much time, all this other stuff. Cause I had never heard of this guy. So I assumed if he was reaching out to me, he had heard of me through somebody. Yeah, so sure. I was like, all right, cool. I'll, I'll do whatever. I'll do it for like the good of human beings. And I like money. So, um, he's like, yeah, it doesn't pay anything. We want all the money to go back to the thing. Oh, okay. And I was like, ah, like, it's just a lot. Like I'll put you on my calendar and hopefully nothing comes up. Uh, because like if something paid comes up, like that's 100% more important. Right. And, sure. Uh, I don't want to drive three hours for a five minute set. Right. For no money. Right. But like, again, like I have nothing against autism. I mean, no. I'm, I'm anti autism. I'm not anti fixing autism. Um, okay. shouldn't have gotten your kids vaccinated, but, um, you can't make everybody a good parent, Josh, is what I'm trying to say. But, um, yeah, I'm kidding. It just happens. Doug Flutie's kid has autism. Um, I don't know who that is, but okay. You don't know who Doug Flutie is? No. Okay. Should I? Yeah. Why? He was a football player. Uh, kind of popular. Like, you know, the never mind. If you don't know who he is, he no. played for Boston College. He also played for the Buffalo Bills. Had a drop kick in a game for the New England Patriots. You can move cool. on. Cool. So uh, <laughs> autism's bad, and so I was like, "Cool, I'll do something good. I'll donate my time. Whatever. I'll drive yeah. fucking eight hours in a day to go to fucking Columbus to do this." Okay. So then I got offered, <clears throat> and that's it. Wasn't until December. So I signed up for this in September. It's not till December. And he messaged you in August. Yes. So, like, four months in advance. That's a lot of lead time. A lot of lead time. A lot of time for things to go wrong. Yeah. Which is a problem. Especially for a five-minute set. Exactly. But, okay. So, whatever. They make the posters. I see that I'm not on it. Whatever. It's not about me. It's about autism. So, I see, like, all the other people on the show, and I'm like, all right, cool. I must not be that important to the show. Whatever. I'll still show up, do my five minutes. I'm not going to throw a bitch fit about it, even though I like seeing my name uh, on things. Mm-hmm. And, uh... So then I got offered this other gig. It's like a Christmas party in PA. It's half the driving, uh, $50 more money than this guy was going to pay me. And like it. So $50. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. And, uh, and it was like, it's on the same day. And I was like, so one, I tried to schedule around it because like it was this whole thing. And it just happened to be, like, it's for, like, some corporate thing. So, it's, like, if you get in there, like, you can make a lot more money. And it was, like, uh... There's one of those, like, Glade puffer things that just scared the fuck out of everybody. I almost lost my shit. (laughs) Sounded like a snake. I was like, oh my god! I'm sorry, I didn't mean to distract you. No, you're you. fine. It scared the shit out of me. It was behind me. You at least had a view. <laughs> fucking producer Paul's making everything slip today. Got us in his fucking whatever, in his rumpus room. Um, <laughs> but no, so I got this gig. I tried to schedule around it. I was like, this is the one that I don't want, but I got it, and I kind of had to take it. So I go... So at this point... You're doing both gigs. So at this point, I mean, I'm not at this do point one. in the story. Yes, though, you're like doing... I have the, I'm double booked. I okay. have them both booked down there, and so I like go to message the guy because I had seen like a post that they hadn't sold any tickets for it or anything like that. Like so, they hadn't sold any tickets. My name's not on anything. I can just kind of slide out of this. And this was like last week, so there's a month before the show's even happening. Okay. So I was like, so I <clears throat> message him. I was like, hey man. 
uh, I had something come up. Obviously, I wasn't like, somebody's going to pay me money and you're not going to pay me money. Yeah. I was like, something came up. I'm going to have to back out. I apologize. Hopefully, there's enough time for you to fill my spot. Mm-hmm. Again, there's like 30 people on this fucking poster. Jesus. I'm not on it. And I'm giving him a month to find somebody else to do five minutes. And he didn't even respond. He just blocked me on Facebook. <laughs> so there's my question. Am I the asshole in this story for canceling on autism? So, no. Okay. No, I'm going to say no, but that's also because, and I realize how, how shitty this is going to come out when I say it, but I genuinely don't care. I think that people... Ironically enough, people who work for nonprofit organizations are extremely entitled. Well, here's the, and this is why I feel bad about it. He's like, he's not even. It's just like some guy running it, and that's why. Like, I need to look at it kind of this way. Like, am I going to benefit from this show? Right. Like, yes, I'll look like a good person because I have, like, I do autism shows on there. Right. Fine. Whatever. This guy doesn't even book anything else. Mm -hmm. So it's just a guy booking it. And there's no tickets sold. So, like, I'm going to blank off this whole day. Like, so I should have waited until that week to be like, oh, thank God you canceled because I was going to cancel on you. I'm surprised that you didn't think that the best thing for your comedy career was getting in with someone who could put you on an annual show for autism awareness for five Free. people yeah. where you don't get paid. That's what I... It, and I just, drive three but hours. But I feel bad because like, now like my, my future children are definitely going to have autism. That's not the way the world works. It's not. I don't. It's called karma, Josh. I, I know you don't believe in it. I oh, don't. yeah. Hey, welcome to the <laughs> welcome to Classy Dinner Podcast. Uh we we gotta find a way to like intro this thing instead of us just like going right into us not knowing what I we're doing. I didn't even know that we were recording. I don't know. Like, I'm gonna demand just... that that stays in there. Oh boy, great, great. That's I don't care. That's it is fine. what it is. Yeah, uh, it'd be like that sometimes. We need to work on getting sponsored. Almost fifty people listened to the first episode. Yes. So if you want to sponsor us, what is? Something that you would want to be sponsored by. Like, something that you believe in. That you could, like, right now, give me, like, a fake ad read of something that you truly believe in that you could get us sponsored by. That's, like, a that's that's a multi-level question. So All right, like, who's, somebody I, that, who's somebody that you want us to be sponsored by? Tito's Vodka. Tito's Vodka. All right, tell me what you like about Tito's Vodka. It tastes good, and I get drunk. And I like to get drunk because I can forget about all the bad things. All just dead stop all the bad things. Yeah, cool. like when I'm drunk, nothing doesn't matter. Just like a more emo version of Blink One Eighty Two. Yeah, kinda. Yeah, cool. more more like a day to remember, but I I, I, I get what you're getting at. Yeah. All right. Well, what that, about you? I don't. I've been trying to think of it mm-hmm. because, like, I don't know. Like, I like a health insurance company. <laughs> like that'd be cool. Like, they just, like, instead of giving us money, they just give us health insurance that's affordable. I already have affordable health insurance. <laughs> well, and so do you. Yeah, that's valid. But <laughs> Where's that coming from? <laughs> I want, like, free health insurance. Okay. Like, the, the government. Like, I want the government to sponsor this podcast. We will 100% so, be a government-run arm of the media for the right amount of money. Yeah, no, I, I would. Yeah. I absolutely yeah. would. I will, yeah, yeah, for sure. I'll I've put, already decided to give up on autism for $50. I'll give up on, like, <laughs> democracy and, 
Yeah, I don't freedom care. I'll of the push, press. I'll for... push um, whatever agenda keeps my bills paid. That's fine. This podcast is brought to you by Jeffrey Epstein's <laughs> Island. You can cruise there now by Carnival Cruises. Take a swing by. It's a beautiful spot. It's been visited by some of the world's best. Prince Andrew, Bill Clinton, Hillary Clinton, Donald Trump a couple times. Hate to see it. It must be a nice island for all of them to go there. There'd I mean, be, I feel like most islands are just nice But there'd be islands. no other reason for them to go. Definitely not the child sex because, I mean, everybody in our government. Perfect. This is true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because we love our government and uh, because we're sponsored by them. Um, this week in Kanye news. Oh, boy. Did is you, this a is this a weekly segment now? Just on accident, okay? Because like I I listened back to it and I was like, because it's pretty big news, uh, but I was like, we can't talk about Kanye West every two weeks for half of our podcast, but like, why the fuck not? Okay, it moves the needle. What needle? I don't know. It's what they say in the biz. Yeah, that's typically in relation to money, of which we have none. But we can go ahead. Go ahead. What about Kanye? Uh, he won the best album of the decade, according to Billboard News. Which album? Oh, the Twisted Dark. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah that yeah. got the number one of the entire decade. It beat out Beyonce. Okay, so I'm behind on this. Is this is it based on sales volume? Like, what is the basis? I didn't for look this into award? the metric. I think it's like <laughs> okay, <laughs> but they did like the top 100, so it's probably and it was through like Billboard, so they probably did one of those like everybody like does their own ranking and then they do like an average ranking and i i I have to believe that record sales are part of it as well but like well yeah it's seen as one of like and this is something that i'm listening through last time we didn't really get to was uh best rap album versus favorite rap album because or even favorite album period because it it got the best of the decade and it's one of my favorite albums but i don't even know if it would have been the best in the last decade I mean, it's as close to a perfect rap album as you can get. Like, it's got, like, a message. It's got great music. He actually knows what he's doing on a microphone versus the last time. But, like, I don't know. It's one of my favorites, but I don't know if it's... I have, I have one question. Yeah. What year did the Carter Three come out? That was, like, uh, 08. Okay, then I'm fine with this. Okay. Yeah, I'm fine with this. <laughs> this is awesome. Um, yeah. No, so, like, yeah, that was, like, my... Int- the Carter... Because people always talk about how, like, rap is garbage now. And I think 08, 09 was, like, the best two-year span in rap. Because you had the Carter 3. Yeah. Uh, Blueprint 3 came out from Jay-Z. Yeah. 808s and Heartbreaks. Um, we were just talking about it earlier. Young Jeezy came out. Yeah, yeah, with yeah. that one. Um, what was the name of that? Young? Do you remember the name of that Young Jeezy album? Because that was a phenomenal album. Do you know what I'm? I could look it up. It's not that important. I just, but no, yeah, yeah that was a phenomenal album. I almost got. I just looked at my notes here. I almost got fired from work on like Monday what? or Tuesday. Why? Uh, because. <laughs> there is a a chain of clubs uh 
it's it's a pl- a fun playful um, play on like your elbow. Uh, they usually call that like the the it's the funny. What are bone. you talking about? I was trying not to like out the entire club chain. The funny bone. Uh, when you said a chain of clubs, I was picturing like a bunch of war clubs hooked on a chain. So let's fill everybody in on the backstory of this. Okay. Both producer Paul and Josh Lewis are very hungover today. <laughs> so I'm the glue holding this together and I'm doing a very poor job of it. I, I'm I just I wasn't there. I wasn't there, but I'm here now. This Go is ahead. a this is a nationally uh important podcast i'm gonna need you nationally to take, important yeah i'm gonna need you to take it seriously okay uh we're okay. on itunes i don't know if you've heard of it i spotify mm. i know we at least have one spotify subscriber so shout out to bill stone <laughs> nice <laughs> whatever uh but no so the funny bone i've been trying to get in there since like the beginning of the year emailing them like every week every two weeks mm-hmm and then I get an email from like five fifteen in the morning on like Monday or Tuesday. Okay. And uh, it won't open on my phone. Okay. Because it, it's like password protected. It's like look through this proposal. It's password protected. It's encrypted, which is like a thing. Like if it's like a contract or something, they'll send it to you. And I'd seen it before, and I was like, all right, cool, whatever. So it wouldn't open on my phone. I was like, well, motherfucker, like why well, won't it open on my phone? I'll mm. do it when I get to work. So I get to work, and it still won't open. And I'm, like, emailing the lady, um, and then, like, it keeps popping up on my computer, like, hey, this might be a dangerous file. And I was like, no, it's from the phone. Like, I know what this is. So I tried to open it, like, 17 times. And then I get a, I messaged uh, a couple other comedians, and they're like, yeah, I got the same email, but it won't open. And I was like, oh, okay. Like, either all of my friends are finally getting booked (laughs) in the funny bone, and they just sent the email wrong. Or we're all, like, getting a virus, and it's just like, no, like, we're all good at this. Like, we should be getting booked right now. And you just, like, blindly keep trying to open it. And then my IT department for my my company calls me, and they're like, hey, will you cut it the fuck out with whatever you're trying to open? (laughs) (laughs) I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. They're like, you've been trying to open up this email for so long. I was like, oh, yeah, the funny bone email. And they're like, yeah, quit opening it. It's a phishing scheme. And I was like, oh, cool. And they're like, what's the exact email? And I was like, I'm not going to give them. I was like, it's from the Funny Bone in uh, Toledo. And they're like, why are you opening emails from them? So explaining to my IT department that I'm trying to be a comedian. Well, I am a comedian. I'm trying to get paid to be a comedian. Uh Was one of the most fun conversations I've had in a long time. They're like, why would you need to open this password-protected encrypted email? And I was like, well, this one time, uh, I watched somebody else try to get, like, a contract open. And they're like, oh, you're to the point where you need, like, contracts, not just, like, an email telling you to show up. And I was like, all of of these points you're making are very valid points, but obviously you don't have a dream that you're trying to follow, like, delusionally. So how long did this conversation with your... It was, like, 15 minutes. It was not a good conversation. Okay. And they're like, we're going to need you to stop opening emails from this email address or we're going to block it. We're going to take your computer away. And I was like, okay, so we're not going to open this email anymore. (laughs) And then (laughs) someone like they, 
then uh, Dwayne Duke put up a post like, hey, uh, good news, like a club I've been trying to get into for forever uh, sent me like a virus. And like somebody in there was like, yeah, it crashed my entire computer at work, so I'm in a lot of trouble. And I was so I put in there, I was like, hey, I got the same email from a different branch. Uh, it must be like a big thing, but like my IT department like caught it before I could do any damage to the whole server and <laughs> made it seem like I didn't try to open it a hundred times. But can you imagine like sitting at home thinking of a scam? Cause I've been talking to uh, Jason Alterno about it. Like it's a brilliant scam is you get into like a club. People are trying to get into, mm. get them to download something and hopefully, like, one of them is at work or something like that where you can get into, like, a bunch of money. Because, like, a bunch of us delirious people are just going to open it thinking that 5.15 in the morning is when a comedy club is going to email it. <laughs> and without any prior conversation, just send you a contract that is password encrypted. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, All of you apparently. need to be slapped around a little bit. Like, why the fuck would you think? I, I'm just like imagine it. Like, I don't know who. Like, who would you want to market uh, professionally? Like, say, like LeBron James emails you, mm-hmm. and you'd been emailing him forever, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Hey, got this Nike thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, open this up." Right. You're not gonna try to open it. No. Why? Because. If Le- if I'm getting something from LeBron James, it's gonna come from his assistant or his lawyer. I'm not. It's not LeBron James at gmail.com is not just gonna send me a fucking it was the contract. Same, it was the same email I had been emailing. Right. So they took it over. So like, if you had been emailing LeBron and you had like met him before, and he's like, "Yeah, send me your info." I don't know. So that's I almost got fired because of that. Uh, rightfully so. Yeah, Rightfully. I'm I mean, gonna I'm, I'm gonna give them that one. I'm they not have that a, win, so I'm the asshole on that one. Yeah, you are. Um, the other one we haven't talked about yet, and I I kind of feel like you still might be a little sore with me about it, uh, because you haven't talked to me all week, and I know that you had a busy week trying to like bully somebody or whatever. But oh my god, what are you, what are you talking about? I don't I, even know what you're talking about. I wanted to formally formally apologize that uh, I forgot about uh, Friendsgiving last week. Oh. Yeah, you're dead to me. <laughs> you are dead to me. You want to know my? You want to know the best part about it? What? Because I I pulled the am I the asshole with Anthony Savat uh-huh. when we were both at Gyro, and he goes, "Oh fuck, I was supposed to go to yeah, that too." Savat, you're also dead to me. <laughs> both of you are dead to me. Because I was like, I go, I think Josh is mad at me because he texted me once about once about Friendsgiving, mm-hmm. and then I forgot about it. Mm-hmm. Once should be enough, by the way. I should have put it in the calendar. Yeah, you should have. Someone will, someone will, you will hear about a comedy show. Someone will not even be talking to you, but you will be in earshot and hear something about a comedy show and go, oh, well, I got I to gotta put this in the calendar. I got to make sure I don't forget. And I tell you about a formal invitation to a dinner that I slaved away cooking all fucking day and it just slipped your mind and you ended up at the fucking gyro. So, yes, you could say that I'm a little irritated by that, Ray. You could. Yeah, that would be fucking correct. Cool. So, what did I miss? Especially after... Did you make green bean casserole? What? Did you make green bean casserole? Yes. Was it good? It was delicious. There was macaroni and cheese. Yeah. There was homemade mashed potatoes, turkey, pork loin. Why'd you do turkey and pork loin? How many people were there? 
it doesn't matter. Just you, would you and Kelly? If, you would know if you had fucking shown up. No, a lot of people came. Well, see, then you didn't miss me. No, my genuine friends showed up. Oh, yes. Cool. You've been demoted to business acquaintance. And that's only because we're on this podcast together. That's fine. Okay. I mean, if you can't make money off of your friends, what's the point of friends? I mm. kind of always feel like we've been on this trajectory anyways. Have we? This is news. <laughs> <laughs> if you say so. This is right. what it's like getting in a fight with me, <laughs> by okay. the way. Yeah, yeah. Is you want to go you want to go extreme. I'll fucking I'll die on this hill that you probably should have sent me a text the day before. Um because you okay. know how I am. Um, but no. Here's the problem. I was excited to come. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I went and helped film a movie, Latex Arms. Um, edit point is what we call this. <laughs> <laughs> what? That's, that's showbiz, baby. Yeah, it's showbiz. Yeah. I, it doesn't matter. Yeah. So I was cu- my arms were covered in latex because mm-hmm. I helped film a movie. Okay. And then it took an hour to get the latex off my arms. Okay. And now my arms are still covered in bruises because of it. I look okay. like an abuse victim. So I just wanted to go home. Mm-hmm. And then when I was home, I guilted myself into going to the gyro to do stand-up. Instead of my dinner. Yeah, because I forgot about it. Okay. Because of the trauma from the latex. Okay. Gotcha. I really hope that the microphones pick all of this up. <laughs> wow. I think that you um, have the potential to become a very mentally abusive human being. Oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah. Like, I yeah. know. Because I know that you're that you are literally trying to guilt me. No, I'm into not guilty. Being, right. Right. Sociopath. You're literally <laughs> trying to guilt me into... Feeling bad for being annoyed. No, I don't want you. You to... <laughs> missed the party that I formally invited you to. You didn't send me an invitation in the mail. You sent me a text message. I didn't send anyone an invitation in the mail, and yet ten people still showed formally. up. Formally, you said formally. Ten people showed up. Yeah. Hey, do you know what, man? That's a good party. I would have come. I I feel like we've already we've already passed that point. You will not be invited to the Christmas dinner. I, I'm just putting that out there now. So don't get all pissy with me about how you didn't receive an invitation. This is me on record telling you that you will not because you are not welcome. You want to know what your formal invitation was, BT Dubs? Because I just looked it <laughs> don't up. don't out me like this. <laughs> I already know where this is going because I know exactly what I said. Go Wednesday, ahead. November thirteenth, uh-huh. twenty nineteen, at eleven a.m. Yes. It was a total of seven words yes. in two text messages. Right. You ready? Yes. Friendsgiving this Sunday. End of text. Yes. This is your invitation. Bingo. End of second text. Yes. Concise. In- Concise. I said, I'll think about it. Got to help Jorge film, so I'll be in town anyways. Still at 11. This all happened within 30 seconds, so you can see how we would forget about this. Mm-hmm. RSVP within 24 hours. Right. Yeah. So you you didn't prove anything by reading that. I want you to know It's just that. not a formal like invitation. That, it was it was more of an order. How else would I I literally said this is your invitation. How much more formal could I be? 
Do you want me to send someone to read you a telegram on your fucking doorstep? Like what? Like a Gmail calendar invite would have been nice. I don't work for you. I'm not your assistant. I'm not putting shit on your calendar. I've been meaning to talk to you about that. Um, about oh, this ought to be good. <laughs> Choose your words carefully, sir. Go ahead. Did you uh, did you want to be my assistant? Uh, you can put things in my calendar and whatnot. Mm. Okay, well, considering that you get that your most recent business inquiry was a show that's three hours away that was going to pay you no money, I'm going to pass. You get it on the ground floor. Okay. There's no vision. Do you have any idea? I feel like every time people say that, they think of shit like Microsoft and Apple, but do you have any idea how many people have just fallen flat on their fucking face going broke? Like, nobody talks about those guys. You want to know why? Because they probably hung themselves in their garages after their business fails. Yeah, it's a win-win for you either way. No, what? No, I have life to live. Yeah, but you can if you work for me in in my budding business, you can take out an insurance policy on me. And if I hang myself in the garage after the two-year waiting period, of course, then you get money off of me. I'm gonna reevaluate. Yeah, my see? options, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I will. I will. Um, See, nobody talks about the assistants who made a bunch of money uh, off of their business owners killing themselves <laughs> two years after the thing. Yeah, I mean... What in the world do you want to talk about, Joshy? Well, you know, the holidays are coming up. Yes. And um, just as like a, as like a PSA, mm-hmm. I, want to, I want to put it out there that while this is a very happy time for a lot of people... <laughs> yeah. Um, for some people, this is not. Uh, people without families, um, poor people. Are you taking every white chick's Facebook status over the next month and a half? <laughs> Identifiability. That's such an easy market to tap into. Oh I just God. want. I just want it known that you know, while we while we cheers our vodka cranberries, know that there are a lot of people who are drinking wild irish rose alone yeah it's very triggering for some people around the holiday times uh, because everybody has lost somebody uh and the holidays are always real tough so i mean if you get a chance make sure that you check in on your friends this holiday season absolutely and don't send like a text like hey how you doing uh i want to check in on you uh you send them texts like friendsgiving this sunday this is your invitation (laughs) I mean, it's just good to know. Sometimes people just need to know that they're included and that their presence is wanted. Mm. Um, That obviously wasn't enough for you because you're a sociopath. But for most normal people... You ready here? I'm going to turn this on you because uh, I can take anything and and not feel bad about it. Go ahead. Around this time last year is when my my grandfather passed. Fucking God. (laughs) You are the worst... So, human being alive. So, I mean, it was very triggering for me mm. uh, to be around a lot of people on the date that I'm assuming he probably died on close okay. to. Uh, because here's the bad part about Thanksgiving. So, wait, 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 wait. Is he, di- was... he legit died on Thanksgiving uh-huh. last year. So, I have no idea what the date was. It was just on a Thursday. Right, because you can't look that up. You I can't could. look up what the date was to Thanksgiving last year. But here's my here's my question. So, it, was tr- it would have been triggering for you yeah. to be in my home. It's just but it, not triggering for you to go to gyro. Yeah, it was celebrating or not celebrating. Celebrating I was, what? I was waking. Um, the twenty second. So yeah, it would have been like the exact day. 
Okay, Friendsgiving was on the 17th. Oh, okay, cool. It's just too soon. I'm still mourning. Um. <laughs> okay. Okay. Fine. Fuck it. His his funeral was only in May. I mean, how like there's no right wait amount of wait, time. Yeah, wait, dude. It, you want This is so. This is how cool my he family. He died is. on Thanksgiving, and yes. his funeral was in May. Yeah. The yeah. Is this is this a religious thing? Is this a white people thing? Yeah. What is this? Um, it's called convenience for my step grandmother. Uh, she didn't want to come up, so he lived in Florida, died in Florida, okay. lived in Florida for shit my whole life. Okay. Um, so thirty or so years, uh, twenty seven, eight, whatever, however yeah. old I was, um, and uh, <clears throat> had a funeral plot in Toledo because who wants to be buried anywhere else than Toledo? Oh, and uh, yeah. So he died on Thanksgiving. Okay. He had been dying for like two months. Okay. He was like strapped to machines, whatever. Finally died uh, on Thanksgiving. So Ooh. it was a real fun Thanksgiving. Uh, and then my step grandmother, even though everybody was in town for Thanksgiving and we had known that he was dying and all this other stuff, decided that uh, the funeral could wait until it was warmer in Ohio. So uh, it was kind of like a let's play this by ear thing until May when they decided to finally bury him. Uh, cause they turned him into ashes. Um, ashes to ashes, dust to dust. You mm. know, uh, it's my favorite Bible verse. Um, that's, that's, that's not a Bible verse. Why not? What do you, what do you mean? Why not? That's what they say at the fucking funerals all the time from the Bible. That's, that's not a dir- ashes to ashes, dust to dust is not a direct quote from the All Bible. we are is dust in the wind. Kansas. That's Kansas. 22, That's not- three. Okay. <laughs> Carry on. But no, so they waited until May to bury him. And my favorite part about it is it was a solid 42 degrees on that day in May when mm. we buried him. So we waited for it to warm up. Ipso facto. It was very triggering for me to be invited to uh, Thanksgiving again uh, <clears throat> because of that. So I, I'm going to need you. Uh, so much bullshit just spewed out of your <laughs> mouth that I had forgotten why you started telling this story. Yeah, this is a very disjointed conversation here. Okay, well, I'm very sorry for the passing of your grandfather a year ago. It's okay. There's just no time it limit. There's be, just no time limit on grieving. Okay. There actually are quite a few. I just stopped wearing black like yesterday. So, I mean... Okay. All right, Ray. So when's the last time somebody in your family died? <laughs> I honestly... Dude. Could not fucking tell you. Why is Paul Wolf texting me? Oh, thanks, Paul. Ashes to Ashes derives from the English burial service. The text of that service is adapted from the biblical text Genesis 3.19, King James Version, obviously. No one reads that. <sighs> For dust thou art, and unto dust shalt thou return. Right. That's So that is a direct quote from the Bible. Yeah. Saying ashes to ashes, dust to dust is not a direct quote from the Bible. That sounds like something a wizard would say before he like blasted you to kingdom come. That's not a direct quote from the Bible, is my point. How cool are wizards, though? Okay. So here we are. 
this is what I'm doing on my Sunday afternoon. Yeah, it's fine. Um, there's something I was thinking about. What? I, I listened to last week, uh, and we were talking about how I learned all of my uh, historical facts from Tom Hanks movies. <laughs> yeah. So... <laughs> Yeah, what about it? I was thinking about all... Because I was like, what could I have possibly meant by this? Because it's funny, and like when you look and like encapsulate it, mm-hmm. like Tom Hanks has been in a lot of like history-adjacent movies. So I want to know your favorite Tom Hanks movie history fact that you can think of. Like, So does it have to be something that I learned from the movie because like I like my favorite historical Tom Hanks movie is going to be Angels and Demons <laughs> that's historical yeah it's about it's about the Vatican so what did you learn from that I didn't learn anything from it because I already knew everything but that that was the point that I was making oh I was thinking more like I don't know like in Saving Private Ryan it's a stupid movie what I hate that movie why I, I just I I don't know who who really loves that movie and would always fight with me about it that we used to work with? I love Saving Private. It's the only good war movie. That's not true at all. Yeah, 100%. 300 is a better war movie. That's not a war. That was that was very specifically not a war, if you paid attention to the movie. Oh, my fucking God. Okay, Ray. Do we want to Do we want to start? We can do our rendition of 300 with this next 15 to 20 minutes. Let's not. <laughs> Let's not. So then Leonidas kicks him into the hole. And he's like, this is Sparta. And then you're like, I don't think this was even possible. Um, then rhinoceroses came with sharpened things. Elephants. <laughs> Elephants, Josh. Yeah, what about them? They didn't come. That was Hannibal. They just like sk- mixed everybody together. Okay, so it added cinematic value. Yeah. And I'm fine with that. But anyways, so like, I don't, there's like so many, yeah, like Angels and Demons, you learn so much about the Vatican, you learn about dirty bombs that can go off, which apparently if you just take them up in a helicopter and they explode, there's no problem with it. I've seen Angels and Demons once, so if I'm fuzzy on the details. You, you're a little fuzzy, but go ahead. It's, I, it's I, 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 I knew what you were talking about. Um, did they ever do a Lost Symbol movie? I don't think so. Because that was the best book. Because it was like all over DC. Yeah, I don't think... No, I don't think they did. Because mm. I learned... That so, was I mean, a great book, though. It's Tom Hanks adjacent because he would play the guy in a <laughs> Lost Symbol movie. Uh-huh. But like before I had ever been to Washington, D.C., <clears throat> I was reading The Lost Symbol, and then I took a trip to D.C. in college. So like as like a 21, 22-year-old man mm-hmm. uh, paying taxes, able to vote for quite a while, uh, we're riding around in a car, and I'm like, oh, that's the Mason building from Lost Symbol. <laughs> like, just, oh, wow. <laughs> and like all of these people who were like, in internships, like trying to, like you know, run the free world. Yeah, and they're like, yes, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yes, right. <laughs> My favorite part is when somebody's like, "Hey, we're gonna go to the National Mall," and I was like, "I really want to see like, uh, like the the Washington Monument and like the reflection pool and all that stuff. Like you know, all the stuff that's in uh, uh, National Treasure, Forrest Gump." Oh. Uh, <laughs> 
Tom Hanks movie. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, I, gotcha. That's where I learned all my history. I was like, I want to go on the Forrest Gump tour. Jesus. And they're like, uh, yeah, that's the National Mall. And I was like, no, I don't want to buy anything. I want to go see this stuff. Oh, my God. Like, I've already got a fresh pair of Nikes on. I just want to go Nikes. see this stuff. Okay. And, and they're like, no, that's what it's called. And I was like, oh, well, they didn't really ever say that in the Tom Hanks movies. It's almost like you shouldn't learn history from Tom Hanks movies. It's just so much more fun, though. I guess. it's All right. Think of how cute segregation was in Forrest Gump. Like, it was a terrible thing in real life, but if if we learned from it in Forrest Gump, they're like, hey, that girl dropped her book, and Tom Hanks was like, here, here's your book. And they're like, was that Gump? And then they just, like just completely went over the whole thing okay so i'm gonna say something right now yeah and this is again a hill i will die on yeah forrest gump is a stupid fucking movie it's too long it's annoying the plot i've never seen a movie with like a more nonsense plot like it's very fuzzy it doesn't make sense and for whatever reason white people love it Oh, I love and it. And I don't know why. Because it's not a good movie. It's it's literally, I mean, I know it's like my little bit of learning stuff from Tom, Tom Hanks. White people love watching movies that like go over shitty parts of history. Because if you think about it, that's all Forrest Gump is. It's just like a whole bunch of like, it was about like fucking they had kennedy getting shot in there they had how terrible segregation was in alabama Mm -hmm. they had fucking uh john lennon getting like all this terrible shit yeah and they're just like oh look at how cute it is that this like mentally handicapped guy is the one who like took us through this whole thing and it's just like a fun like watered down version of like it's the that that's the world that all the Make America Great Again people want to live in. Is so the Forrest the Gump version is of that history. You can't water down American history for adults. Bet. Like Bet. you shouldn't Bet. do that. It, there's a complete difference between shouldn't and can. You are almost thirty. You don't need a watered down version of segregation. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Did you go Forrest through history Gump. class? <laughs> oh my god. That's oh all, my god! That's all history is—is is a watered-down version of everything. Did you know? So just I, because something is retold does not mean it's okay. Roots. Never Watch seen it. Roots. I've never seen it. I, I understand the point. You understand the point. Yeah, slavery was terrible. We're all on the same page. Okay. You but, should never, but, ever in your life work for a person of color. I want you to know that. But <laughs> if Tom Hanks was in Roots, I'm telling you. Oh my fucking god. Think of how many more white people would have watched it if Tom Hanks was in it. Like fucking Django. Everybody, people love Leonardo DiCaprio. And they're like, oh man, this movie's real raunchy. And like they say the N word a lot. And like they torture a lot of black people. And it's like, yeah, that's kind of what history was. But like Leonardo DiCaprio was in it, like looking good, kind of being crazy cute. And like the people went and saw it. And that was like, ooh, can we dial back on the racism? And it's like, you mean history? <laughs> There is a parallel. I, I I'm convinced that that most yeah white adults uh-huh. in America uh-huh. live in this fantasy type of world. Yeah, and it's 
it's really disturbing. Like, I, 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 I don't understand how that's... You... Ha! Ah, wow. I am at a loss for words right now. I am at a loss for words. I'm not even going to lie. What we need is a Disney Channel original movie on the struggle of African Americans in our country. Uh, there are... There is one. Which one is it? The Color of Friendship. That was South Africa. No, it took place in Washington, D.C. Oh, did it? Yes. <laughs> the girl was South African, but it took place in Washington, D.C. Did we fix racism in that movie? I guess. Cool. Thank you, Disney, for fixing racism. Um, and that's why we can live in this post-racist world now. What am I... <laughs> I genuinely think I might still be drunk because like this is this can't be real. This is not real. Well, I, I was listening to a podcast about uh, uh, remember the Titans. Oh my god! Some, Another movie that white people love because it waters down racism. Dude, one hundred percent waters like, it down. But my favorite part is like the people on the podcast were like oh, the President Obama can thank. Uh, dude, it's so funny. No, are you, tell me, what did they say? That they can thank Remember the Titans for Obama becoming president. (laughs) Why would you give these people ratings? Why would you listen to this It was like halfway through. Okay. But it wasn't like, that wasn't like the thesis of, it was like me making a joke about it, but Obama used like the theme song from Remember the Titans as one of, like during his acceptance speech. Not like the We Are the Titans and Mighty Mighty Titans, but like the main song yes, of it. Yes, I know. So here's the thing, though. At an acceptance speech, it doesn't matter because you're accepting that you've already won. I know, but Disney fixed racism in that movie as well. So In Remember the Titans. Uh-huh. They got like... And this is my favorite part about it. And like it's, it's talking about like the watering of history. They were like talking about how like that was the only school that like had like mixed like mixed black people and white people on the team which like their entire league was like desegregate desegregated mm-hmm. and like just the whole movie is a giant lie so i love remember the titans it's a great movie you just said it was garbage no i did not I never said Remember the Titans was garbage. Remember the Titans is a phenomenal movie. I so, said that uh, Forrest Gump was so trash. If I were to t- so say our podcast had... But, uh... So, like, if we all go up to Gyro, and, like, I go up there, because I'm, like, high off of, like, the, like comedy's great, yeah. this is perfect, yeah. Nothing like, I'm invincible, nothing can happen. Just eating shit the whole time oh, after God. being in such a good mood. And then I'm, like, walking down the street, and, like... I see a few of the people who are at the show and the one guy, he's like, Hey man, just wanted to let you know that you're very low key funny. <laughs> and I was low like, key. yeah, low key. Like, and that wasn't what made me mad. I was like, yeah, man, uh, if you, if you thought it was funny, like you could have laughed like at least once at any of the jokes at any of them. And he's like, yeah, my friends were there and they weren't laughing and I didn't want, and I was like, do you know what? Fuck you then. Like, I'm, yeah. like I was such yeah. a dick about it, but I was like, if you thought I was really funny, you should have laughed. Like, yeah, I don't, even that, I hate pity laughs more than like yeah, not same. laughing though too. So the, I'm glad your buddy didn't laugh at you. Yeah, the thing I hate, he no, he's like brutally honest, which um, I really honestly I do appreciate. Like I'll do a set and I, I'll come off and like you know it'll be a couple of my friends from like high school or whatever, and they'll be like, yeah, you did great, you did good, and then he'll just be there and he'll be like, it was all right. Yeah, 
He's like, you can't eat shit in the middle. Well, that's like, that's that's better. That's like, gonna be know weird that. than yeah. like like because if you're from Parma, you're still kind of doing it in your hometown. Yeah. Which has got to be because you're gonna run into somebody that you went to high school with. You're gonna like just by accident. Do you know? Do you know like Mitch Zafka? Yeah. Yeah, he was a year older than me in high school. Oh no way! And so we did a show together, and it was like one of those shows where his friends came. So it's all these people that haven't seen me since high school, Ugh. and I had like a good set. So I was like, "That's oh, awesome." Thank God. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I'm still trying because there was a guy. Uh, his name is Aaron Anderson. Uh, I went to high school with him, and he said that he was going to do stand-up comedy, and, like, I made so much fun of him. I was like, what a fucking loser. The dude's never been funny in his entire... Like, just... Is he doing it? No, uh. I don't think so. If he is, hopefully he's doing well, because, like, I feel... Like, the whole point is I feel bad about it, yeah. because, like, it was, like, me and, like, other people in school just being like, what the fuck, dude? Yeah. Like, you're not even that funny. You're just, like, a weirdo. And then, like, now, like, I know that there's, like, people back home who are, like... Because I'm originally from Toledo, so, like... I've done a couple of shows over there recently and I know there's got to be some people who are just like real shitty about me so, doing stand up and I want to be like I hope that they show up so, to a show. So like I felt really bad speaking of Toledo shows. Yeah. Like 2 weeks ago I was supposed to do Home Slice on like Thursday. Yeah. And I lost my car keys. And so, <laughs> like bad. Do I really flake that much? Yeah. <laughs> no, but like I had, I had to like it was, so I woke up in the morning to go to work and I couldn't find my car keys. So I had to Uber to work and back. And then I was like, I'm not Ubering all the way to Toledo because I was like, I think I left him like in my. And that's like a hundred dollars. Yeah. And I was like, I think I left him in my door. So I like sent him a message. I was like, I'm really sorry. Can we reschedule? But like, it took me like a day and a half to find my keys, and they were in my backpack. Uh Which I don't know. I put them there. Yeah, and I mean that's like um because I did. Have you done that Tremont show yet? The like Tremont Public Works thing no. or whatever Who, that. Who's Jay Hunter? I think books it. Oh, okay. But like, I did that the first time. Like, the first night it was there, and... I didn't, I didn't even realize how many shows there were, like, just in Cleveland. Oh, there's a million of them. Like, yeah. There's one, like, every yeah. single day. It's yeah. it's almost too much, yeah. but it's fine. Keeping track of when they are and who runs them is impossible. They just don't. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I've tried. It's, it's, <laughs> I have a spreadsheet. It, yeah, it'll kill you. <laughs> but, like, it's one of those things where, like... So, like, I show up, and Katie Moynihan was on the show. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. like, I didn't, like... I had, like, seen her at Mike's before and stuff like that, but, like, never really talked to her or whatever. Yeah. And, like, I knew that she was, like, from New York originally. Oh, she is? Yeah. But oh, she, like, went assume, to... I always assume people are just from here if you're doing comedy here. Yeah. She, like, I guess she's she went to Kent State and, like, coming from Perrysburg, my school, there was, like, a handful of us that went to Kent just, like, randomly. Yeah. And we're, like, sitting at Tremont Public Works or whatever the fuck the name is. And we're sitting there and I, like, see this chick over at this table and I'm, like... She is super familiar. She like is it looks. Katie? It was Katie's uh, roommate. Like uh, I'm talking uh, with Katie, uh. and I was like, I don't know why she seems so familiar. And I was like, is her name Courtney by chance? She's like, yeah, that's my roommate. And I was like, I'm pretty sure I went to high school with her. And so like Katie brought her over, and I was. She's like, yeah, we went to high school together. She's like, what are you doing here? And I was like, I'm on the show. And she's like, <laughs> she's like, <laughs> she's like, there's I'm, no uh... way. And I was like, yeah, that's unfortunately I'm here. So then you're just like. It's somebody I hadn't seen in 10 years. Somebody I didn't even really know in high school. Just, like, knew yeah. peripherally. And then it's just like, well, now I have to, like, go out there and, and fucking crush crying. the world. Yeah. Just in case somebody's like, hey, what's Ray Roberts up to? And she'll be like, oh, I saw him. And he's real funny. So, like, it's so dumb. Yeah. And it doesn't yeah. even matter. Like, it's it's the dumbest shit. Dude, I feel, uh, I, I, like, I, don't, I haven't seen her since this, but you know how Raj had his, like, going away yeah, party? Yeah, I'm sad I missed it. Yeah. It was a good time. But I'm like, sure it was. 
I don't even know. I don't go to Ohio City that much. I don't even know. We went to some bar to like close down the night. We started at ABC and then we went to some other bar. It had like a Cinto maybe or something. I don't, I don't know. know. But like Katie had her stuff like under a uh, like bar thing, and somebody stole her like coat and purse. Oh no and way! All of her shit. Yeah, and she had like a flight in the morning and stuff too, and it was just like. Went from being like a great night to kind of a nightmare for her. Yeah, fuck for it. her. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I was fine. Yeah, I cannot I stress home. that enough. <laughs> I got a new purse yeah, and a dude. new coat. <laughs> and I had a great Does trip. Does it fit? Not really, <laughs> but like I can drape it. <laughs> All right, we'll wrap this up pretty quick. We didn't like. I had maybe like a couple other stories that I maybe wanted to tell, but it doesn't even matter yeah, because just, this is fun. Just we, end the podcast with me confessing about Robin Katie. <laughs> yeah, you should have. Um, I hit most of the Michigan trip. I did all that. I don't know. Is there is there anything pressing? Oh, hey, uh, now that the coronavirus is a real problem, I should probably apologize for making fun of it. Um, nobody's gonna <laughs> die from it. Like it's not that big of a deal, but. Uh, like I saw somebody tweeting. I, yeah, go ahead. I had one of like one of my friends from high school. You know how we were talking about people from high school that used to do comedy. Uh, oh, quick? you mean three minutes ago? Yes, yeah. I remember that. <laughs> are, you, are you lying to me? Or do you <laughs> <laughs> but my friend Grace from high school, like she's come to like two or three shows, and I feel bad because she's like the one person that like every time she's there, I just eat shit. Oh, that's so my she that's my I'm, girlfriend's she, like, family. Has to think I'm so bad at comedy. She's like, why is he still doing that's this? That's my girlfriend's family, literally. Because yeah. like they'll come like if I'm doing like a co-feature thing at yeah. Funny Stop or something, and I need somebody to go. Like they'll be like, oh, this will be the fun night out. Yeah. And, and like then, my girlfriend's aunt knows Mike Conley, who's like like oh, an yeah, old okay. yeah. yeah. So yeah. like she'll like come up, and she even like it's clockwork when they're there just nobody is into what i'm doing and then just at like a dinner like uh we're sitting there and uh something came up like my girlfriend's like oh ray's got to go to like pennsylvania for a show or something and like her aunt was like oh things are like getting better and i was like yeah everything's going well like things are going well and she goes i'm glad it's going well it just it doesn't usually seem like it It is is over there like like, god damn it yeah dude and I like I've been with my girlfriend for like over four years, but I don't think I'm at the point where I can tell her aunt to go fuck herself yet. Uh, do you get to that point? <laughs> I, I don't know. Okay, but anyways. <laughs> <laughs> so this girl that sees me, she's a doctor. Oh. Yeah, and so I texted her, and I was like, "Hey, how worried should we be about the coronavirus?" <laughs> she was like, "You're fine. Stop asking." Well, and that's like that was. Uh, that was just like perfect. Yeah, like, and I saw somebody tweeting because it was like everybody and it's just like any other disease where it's like if you're super young or you're super old or you already have like an immune deficiency yeah. that's when it's gonna kill you and like this is my favorite part about 2020 but i always like freak out about that stuff like i'll see if you have an immune deficiency and then i'll text her something like hey do i have an immune deficiency and she's like no <laughs> you would have known by yeah. now but like it's just like i all last year i said 2019 was the best year ever and like 2020 is already the best year ever <laughs> just because people are so wild like this chick is like just so you know, people who are like susceptible to the coronavirus can see you talking about them, and it's like, yeah, be fucking wash Somebody your hands. Somebody said that to you? No, it was on Twitter. I was like, take some vitamins, you dumb bitch. Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> they're they're telling you how to get out of it, and you're just like, I've got a deficiency. It's like wash your hands. Like, wash your hands twice. That's yeah, what they said. That's that's basically what they said, and it's just like, yeah. Old people will, and like they can see that it's about them. That's yeah. who you're supposed to see. What it. you want is a two week supply of water, Pedialyte, 
any prescription medication you need. I read this from the CDC government website. Jesus Lord. And you just stay in your apartment. You live there now. So where I so <laughs> where I where I work, they're like super and I, I like I like conspiracy theory stuff, but like they're like super like just like dumb people conspiracy theories and they're like, I don't trust the C D C at all or like the uh FDA. I don't trust either one of those. They're just corrupt government things. And then like this guy's uh grandson got the flu and he's like in like within the same breath, he's on the C D C website <laughs> what to do and I'm just like this is that's why everybody sucks like it's yeah. just so great and it's so funny the internet's like a problem it's my favorite like, thing just though. plays in your fears it's just so fun yeah like it but that's what's fun about it is like um on my memories thing like that Momo thing remember that like doll that Korean doll that had like the creepy uh, face with like the legs where kids were killing themselves oh, because it told yeah. them to that was like a huge issue and like this one chick is that a was teacher. like the first Tide Pod issue loose it wasn't Loosely. even the first one yeah. like they're like because slender man was before that like oh, yeah there's always all these dumb shit things that are made up yeah and like this chick who's like a teacher she's like there's like a real problem at our school with this people are like they're texting and i'm like and then like three days later like she's like on there and like now it's a year later and you if you brought it up people think you're an asshole yeah. for being like you guys fucking suck yeah and you wanted to be on your high horse when i'm just making fun of this dumb thing that you should have known was dumb yep like Cecil the Lion. I'm Cecil. still <laughs> mad about Cecil the Lion, about people being pissy about it. But um, Do you remember uh, Harambe? Yeah. Who cares? <laughs> Do you remember when people oh, were like... Who cares? <laughs> yeah, I'm, you're in. I care. I'm sure you do. Right. But like, remember when people were trying to make it like a weird race thing about like white dudes only care about Africans when well, it's like a fucking gorilla? Yeah. And you're just like, come on, guys. Well, like, like he... <laughs> that whole Harambe thing, like... The girl I dated in college, I went to. I lived in Dayton. Yeah. And when I asked her out, we went to like the zoo lights at the Cincinnati Zoo. Oh. And I asked her very out. Very romantic. Very romantic. Did it you, was. It did was, you kiss? Yeah. Nice little peck or full on kiss? I don't remember. It was a long time ago. Oh, okay. Just, so I can't remember theater names that I've gone to once. And this <laughs> like is like a less person. Than 48 hours ago. I'm five <laughs> years in the past. And you're like. This is a person I'm assuming you were intimate with. You should at least remember some part of it. I, maybe we were intimate. I don't Int- It was a long time ago. <laughs> but. <laughs> Uh, there's been so many since so like it just blends in but like right when we broke up it was like harambe died and i was like that i like i, I was like that's significant yeah. i don't know why it's Cincinnati not Zoo. all right where are any of your shows uh put on do you have a website yet no don't- i actually own a web i own a domain name and i was like now that i have the domain name i can just do the website whenever i did that <laughs> <laughs> I did that like four years ago. Yeah. I like because my website's whoisrayroberts.com. Yeah. I bought whoisrayroberts.com. I bought Joe is also here. Hell yeah. Yeah. And like, and I've never done anything with it. No. And I had it for like a year and then I let it lapse. And then like, oh. so then I finally made a thing. Because no. Nobody's taking it. Like, that. it's not a good website name and like, it it's not easy to find. So whatever. It's all an uphill battle. Like, why make ye- it easy on anybody? Yeah, I'll talk to you about Squarespace. That. Yeah. Okay. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Not really. Manscaped. Not really. Uh, the Stowe Tavern loves us. Go yeah, to the Stowe Stow Tavern. Tavern. Or Tavern of Stowe. Sorry. And I the Winchester. This is brought to you by the Winchester. Oh, Josh Lewis. Uh, shout out to Josh. Uh, he's not here because he's like touching wieners or something, but uh, he uh, he actually paid for this month of the podcast. It's like, it's <laughs> <laughs> it's a reoccurring theme. He's that, like, I did my part. You make the fucking we've podcast. We've been doing this for... <laughs> 
we've been doing this for like three or four months and he's like the last episode he's like i'm the i'm the main sponsor of this he's like you've never paid for anything <laughs> on this podcast but he did this month so okay. he's officially part of this uh <laughs> officially part of this he's the only person anybody cares about on this fucking podcast <laughs> and he finally put money in people are gonna hear this episode in like two minutes and it's gonna be like josh isn't with us and they're just gonna turn it off as long as they get far enough for it to count as a download as as, i don't care that's fair i just want to hear them i want them to hear us say if i was a sculptor then again no oh Once, yeah and then they can turn it off no they got to hear it many times yeah. because as a sculptor of podcasts, <laughs> it's very important to me. As a sculptor. As a sculptor. But then again. <laughs> no. All right. Uh, so at the end, we have to cheers it to industry. And since Josh isn't here, you have to do it. Do what? So I'm going to say cheers to industry. And you say cheers to industry. Mm-hmm. Oh, hey, buy my stupid t-shirts. I've got 30 or 28 of them left. And I need to sell them so I don't keep giving them away to old ladies. Are you telling me or the people on the podcast? Both. If you want. I don't have any on me. This is why I'm really bad at selling merch is because if anybody says anything nice, it's like, oh, thank you. You made like vicious eye contact it's- when you said it. I was like, he wants me to buy the whole stock. <laughs> yeah, I want you to. Like, you can buy all the shares of Ray Roberts. <laughs> I'm I'm willing to do that for a certain price. Anybody can buy me. That's how and- sales work for a certain price. <laughs> Like, can you? Could, is there any way that I could just like sell myself to some like rich person and be like, "Hey, anything I come up with between now and forever is yours, is your- but you have to give me five million dollars now." I wouldn't come up with anything. I would just stay at home then, order a lot of Domino's, maybe buy a Domino's, and then that's just my Domino's. That's yeah, you can make money on the side. You'd be like the no, Peyton Manning. No, I'm of- not selling other people my pizza. That's my yeah. pizza. <laughs> <laughs> that's my Domino's. I You're fucking gonna, earned it. It's like in your basement. <laughs> no, no, it's like still a standalone store. So and anytime you, someone calls or walks up, they're like, "Sorry, we're way too busy right now." <laughs> and it's only me, baby. <laughs> like, there's just one order that just says Joe. Yeah. <laughs> it's like twenty five pizzas, and it's always fully staffed. Like two or three delivery. Cars. You're a job creator yeah. just for you. Yeah. How stupid. All right, Joe. Let's cheers it up to industry. Cheers to industry. There you go. <laughs> Quick learner. <laughs> what a stupid waste of time. <laughs> Some shit like that, but outside of that, it's uh, you, when you zoom in uh, aspect out of it, it's it gets pretty dark pretty quick too well and that's what like a lot of people don't get is like so they're going after the postal service like they just picked like this time mm-hmm. to go after the postal service for no and they're like it doesn't make any money right, right. it's like it was made not to make any money like if i were to like if i were to go hey mitch i'm gonna give you 50 cents and i want you to take this letter to fucking california that's all i'm giving you is 50 cents like you're gonna go tell me to go fuck myself like you're in it's yeah, <laughs> like it doesn't make sense so quick and i know like you have to put like it, it's like piling all that shit on there but like they're gonna be like well ups or fedex like they don't use the same money or whatever and they can still get it for not that much more and it's like all right great so once the postal service is gone then your only choices are ups and fedex guess what the prices are going to do the prices are going to go up because they're right. not going to be able to afford to move it and it's like that quick like everybody's just like 
that quick, oh, this isn't making money. It's like most things that you do aren't making money. Most people in their yeah, life exactly. really aren't making money. Like you're paying somebody else's money till they're alone their whole time. Your student loans are with you all the time because you didn't pay you to go to school. You paid the bank to pay you to go to school. You fucking, right. your house isn't yours. Like whether you rent right. or you buy it, unless you buy it cash, then it's still not right. yours anyways. Cause they can come and fucking move you out of it. If it's good for the country, like nothing's really right. Yours. Yeah. And you're just working no, in not at all. for no reason. Yeah. It's, it's uh, I, I, uh, it was funny. I was talking to my sister about this today. We we're talking about one of our buddies that randomly when we were like now 13 or something at dinner at his house. He just out of nowhere, his entire family goes, you know what? The life is just a lot of fluff. <laughs> <It's> like, we're, <laughs> you just, you, <laughs> we're like, what do you mean? He's just like, right, we're just, you know, we just fucking are born. And then we do all this stupid fucking shit that doesn't mean anything. And then you just die. He's like, nothing fucking matters. <laughs> and I was just like, damn spitting right now and mom's like you fucking asshole why would you well, say but if you like look that? at it, but though, it was kind too, of funny like, like thinking oh, about it now well right but you're like oh you work all the time so you can have a like have nice shit for your family so it's like all right you're gonna work 40 hours out of your week to have like a decent house so like you see the people at work more than you see the people you live with and you do that right. for fucking 40 years so you can have like 20 years to like just die slower like it just like it doesn't and that's like, yeah, exactly. It's one of those things that like you just like consciously and it's, I guess this could be seen as like a negative thing, but like once you realize that like it's all bullshit and it like, there's no real reason to, it's like, it's easier. Like you can handle it easier. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, this is bullshit. Like, all right, cool. Like you're yelling at me cause your RV is not serviced. Right. Like I don't give a fuck. Like it, you're right. Right. Like your dresser drawers uneven. You can figure it out. Like I, I yeah, don't. Like, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't like. <laughs> I don't drop care. everything I'm doing real quick and put a shim in there for you. Right. Like it's <laughs> yeah. just like come on, dude. And it's like I what I, like you're selling. I give my girlfriend shit all the time. It's like a little joke I tell her because she works at a private school and it's like it's like oh, I was a private school boy. Well, so you paid more money to be a better insurance yeah. salesperson. Like you're not going to be I president. Shit. I know, but, <laughs> yeah, but you yeah. know what I mean? Like you're going to like, yeah. you're going to spend more time for somebody to sell insurance or fucking work at a bank or something like, and it's like, cool. Right. Those are fine jobs or whatever, but like, you're not changing the world. Like you're, you're just, you're selling nothing. Like you're, that's what you're yeah. really doing. Yeah. And, and I real especially in my industry, I do realize that sometimes where it's like, you know, you think that you put somebody in, in like the most perfect plan and then like you're happy about the decision, they're happy. And then you realize that at any time those, those benefits can just change and they can just, if they want to just fuck that person over, then they can at any given moment. They're like, hey, you know, we're not going to cover that for you. And now someone's got a bill for $15,000 and they're like, hey, asshole, I thought you said that I'd be covered here. I'm like, uh, I thought you would be, but uh, I guess out of my control. I'm sorry. I'm not the one that's, uh, I'm not your doctor or the guy that's, you know, doing the underwriting again. If it's not in the uh, the benefit of uh, you know the big dark creepy one percent, then it's definitely not going to be the benefit for us. That's for oh, sure. well, that's like when I was doing financial advisor shit. Like that was the funniest part, and like I wasn't good at it, but like you get into a certain spot, and they're like, "Yeah, it's really like you can tell people any number you want, pretty much, but it's up to the underwriters and it's up to the company on whether they're going to cover it." And then, like, you should have a lawyer look at, like, everything. Like, there's always mm -hmm. an out somewhere. And it's like... Oh, yeah. And it's it just doesn't make sense. Like, everybody's got an out. Like, there's no... You can be just dicked no matter what. Like, the same thing with, like, this COVID shit. I'm waiting for 
lawsuits. Like I'm not, it's not like I would ever do it to where I work because they try to do a good job doing it. But it's like, are we really that essential? Are like, could we, should we have done a little bit more? Sure. But like, I didn't end up on a respirator in it. But like, you can see, I could see people being like for like, mental damages like if somebody is like par- like afraid yeah. to go in public now because they got it and like there's nothing you can do about it and now they can't yeah. work right so like is there going to be like disability off of that like it's just like you can't and it's right. like an, yeah. it's technically an act of god but like shouldn't you insure something like that right you should be but again it's you know somebody's gonna have to pay out those claims uh, right and it's not gonna it doesn't, it doesn't just, you know, come out of the ether basically, you know, that's, and that's a thing. That's why they make it so hard for, uh, you know, just the, the average person to, to attain uh, any kind of affordable coverage, whether it's, you know, the actual health insurance or just like, a, Hey, I want to make sure my house if it burns down. Like I'm not going to be living in the ashes. One of those types of situations, but yet there's, you know, these weird, very niche, uh, like insurance coverages or policies that, none of us would ever have any idea existed. <laughs> you know what I mean? But it's, you got the, there's different plans for different people, put it that way. If oh, you yeah. got the money, like, then you can running backs who like what the hell you want. Yeah, they can. Their like, hair and shit. Yeah, yeah, there's singers that insure their throat. Um, like we went mm-hmm. over it when I went through like my, uh, like insurance classes. And they're like, if you've got the money, like you can get it and they can basically charge you whatever they want for it. So like people will have like, the like the violin player who like insured his pinky it was like a billion dollar pinky or something like that and if it breaks like he gets all this money for it but he could make more money playing a fucking violin like it's so weird i'm <laughs> i'm so glad that we got on the topic of, of insuring body parts because today fucking teddy bruno asked me about uh if it was possible to insure his hand <laughs> And I just, I just said, shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, no, not for really. what? <laughs> oh, I don't know. I don't even. I even want to ask. Those are the type of situations I just think I'm not even gonna. I'm not gonna entertain your bullshit. Well, and like the <laughs> this guy that my dad worked with, he like worked for the city and like with a like a pry bar, like they were getting something with a pry bar and it like took his, it took one of his fingers off and the guy, like they paid his medical bills and then they paid him like $2,500. Yeah. Well, just for yeah, work, they gave him like, dismemberment. they like, act, like the work just like gave him like $2,500. You're like, Oh cool. So a finger's worth $2,500. Like it's just so right, weird yeah. that they have like a price for your body part. Like, oh, and it's, yeah, man, it's crazy. Yeah. There are like certain plans that, you know, words, yeah, like, you know, injury type things. Uh, and, and yeah, like a broken arm is going to cost, you're going to get more money than you would if you like broke your collarbone or if you broke like this vertebrae and, and, you know, this toe, it's going to be a different cash benefits. Like, so we really are just fucking, we are uh, currency basically. <laughs> that's like, that is, that's what it is. I watched fight club like a couple weeks ago and like, I, it's fight club. And one of my favorite things to do is to point out that like the author even said, like the author's like a gay dude who was making fun of bros. And that's basically what fight club was about. But like, yeah. there's like a lot of it that's like, like legit shit. So like, that's kind of what he's like pointing at. He's like, there are a whole bunch of things that like you're worried about. And then like, these are like the dumb things that you're doing where, but like where he's talking about how, uh, like he works for recalls for cars and it's like if it's going to cost more money to do a recall than they would lose in a lawsuit that's the only time they recall 
like if they could pay the lawsuits more like they're not worried about it being safe they're just worried about it losing money like they don't give a shit yeah they don't give a shit and it's yeah and it, it goes back to whatever it is like it's only like nobody cared about this virus until it started hitting and then they realized that they didn't have anybody to work or nobody would go outside to do anything like just to kind of right. make it full circle. It's like they didn't care that people were dying until people were too afraid to go outside or it was going to cost them money on their health insurance and shit like that. Like it's, it's just right. it's real wild. And, and then, it, and then after that, after they had that realization, then their, their mindset changed to, okay, how can we, how could we profit off of this? And then, then there, you know, there's, you got people trying to like buy into the vaccines and, 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 you know, all of this kind of stuff, like buying early on it and they're selling dumping stocks from, uh, you know, like, uh, you know, the hospitality chains and stuff like that, which, you know, fucks all, all fucks everyone over that actually works underneath those. But mm-hmm. it's, it's crazy. Yeah. It's, instead of it being like, okay, what can we do to support the economy? It's like, okay, what can we do to bleed it dry basically? Um, and, get every and dollar that I can miserable for everybody moving. else. Yeah. 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 It's, it's man. It's, I, I will say, I don't know if it's cause it's just older, uh, maybe just cause I realize I really don't care about a lot of stuff that, uh, cause a lot of it doesn't matter, you know, kind of like going back, we're talking to, but damn, have I become uh, way more cynical about just pretty much everything. Uh, and a lot of it has to do with just seeing how, little uh you know the the widow watchmate whatever the hell they are the secret creepy government guys don't give a shit about us and we are so small on the totem pole where it's like you kind of have to watch for your own you know it's like it is a doggy dog world out here something serious is going to happen to you they don't have your back they don't at all it's cheaper to bury you than to fucking support you I mean, oh, and, and it's so crazy but like you hear about like all these like heroes that propped everything up and like made the economy and shit like the one one of the buildings in kent like the library it's like the rockefeller library or one of the other ones oh, yeah. and it's like like yeah. well but like the public schools were made by like those big families to train people to be smart enough to run the machines but not any smarter yep. like it's mm-hmm. and once you look at everything like that you're just like oh this is all propped up by like seven dudes to get people to get their shit done to to make them more money like henry ford had fucking gun barricades at his mansion in detroit because people would always try to like raid his house because he was such a piece of shit but like all these people are like heroes and they're like oh they invented the car like cool we really needed the car uh trucks are fucking rad like we can get shit everywhere like i get it like there's no reason that like like the fucking polio vaccine guy he's like i'm just giving away the fucking vaccine because this is something that society needed like i can make money off so like i make enough money being a doctor i don't need to fucking patent this drug to do it like there's it's right I don't want like socialism or communism. Maybe I want socialism, but like I, there's got to be like it just unfettered capitalism where it's like I need to make my money and then everybody will make money because I made my money. It just doesn't make sense. Like at least yeah, supply there's, side. There's no coexisting anymore or there's no like, uh, you know, just you are, it, it has turned into a, a situation where, like you can't trust everybody. And if you do, then you're just leaving yourself vulnerable to getting fucked over. And it, that sucks. That's like, that's not a good way to it's like wake up and have to wonder like, if, if, is my house going to get taken away? Is, uh, you know, is my insurance premiums going to skyrocket because of the market crash? Like we are, we live in such a fragile state uh, because we are really 
on the receiving end of everything. You know, like, so we, we don't have an idea of what's going to happen before it happens. Uh, like the, uh, you know, everyone on the inside does, hence dumping stocks before they announce mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> the seriousness of COVID-19 or having fucking luncheons with uh, all the high executives and say, hey, guys, this actually is really serious. So uh, you should probably do what we're doing right now. We're going to let everyone else know, though, in 14 days. Uh, well, that's like heads up, so keep just like econ 101 or like the first time you hear about capitalism it's like people making decisions uh, informed decisions off of perfect information that's what capitalism yeah. is based off of and then you get these people who like have better information than the rest of us like you can't mm -hmm. have better information you can't like that's why insider trading is illegal like you can't right. like you have everybody's got to have that information like you and it's one of those like capitalism like socialism like communism it all works when everybody's bought in on the system and like i love freedom and i love being able to talk shit without going to jail and stuff like that but just like even like if you're religious even god knew not to give everybody the fucking free reign of everything that's why he gave you 10 rules like <laughs> like right. you can't just give right. people just like complete freedom or they're gonna look out for themselves and everybody else and you can't run a whole like sure you could run a a neighborhood like that, but you can't run an entire global economy like that. No, absolutely not. And two, it's like uh, on the opposite of that, it's like if you give nothing, then uh, then at the same thing, like people are going to realize that people are you're not going to you're not creating. There's no happy medium at all. There's no gray area. It's either uh, here, here's here we're just going to we're going to ruin the economy by dumping a bunch of money in everybody, or it's like hey, we're going to ruin the economy by locking up funds. Either way, there's there's no way that the <laughs> that they have figured out yet, which I don't know how, that they can just maybe maybe make some alterations, maybe figure out that all this shit that we've been doing for the past 200 years hasn't worked that well. Uh, I mean, the, look at the history. It, it it's we're not we fucking had the Model T and the printing press and shit like that. It's like that that doesn't define a nation. Innovations don't define a nation. What defines a nation? And, and, you know, not having to worry about uh, walking the street if, you know, you're going to offend somebody or something bad could happen to you because there's such a divide with that has been created and, uh, you know, basically shoved down our throats and created for the past 20 plus years because it caught it gets it makes we, money like that divide exactly. makes money yeah. like the if it Absolutely. leads it leads makes money if you're mm -hmm. if you're uproared it's like the de like i worked for the democratic party they don't want donald trump to lose this year they want to win because or they want donald trump to win they want him to win because they're raising more money than they've ever raised before because people want to beat the bad orange man that's the only reason why they're running a senile fucking sexualist alleged guy who assaulted women and like right. he, he can't even put a sentence together and he's real creepy smelling people's hair and shit like they dude the worst candidate because they're, they're gonna raise a shitload of money and then they're gonna put up some other like that's why they don't win they don't want to win they don't give a fuck they all have the same rich parents and friends of the friends like if you look up who right. donates to campaigns like Lex Wexner, the guy who like funded Epstein shit, like yeah. like he is from Ohio, and like you can look up who he gives his money to, and like 
it's mostly like he gives it to both sides. So whoever's going to win owes him the favors. Like the people who right, are rich yeah. are going to put the people that they know in there who they know are going to take care of them. And it's just, it just doesn't like for people to like be bought in and like think that they can do like that. It's going to change in any meaningful way without like some giant change. And it's not going to yeah. go well. Like it's not realistic. Right. Well, like this whole thing, like environmentalists are like, oh, the earth's coming back. We're, we are the virus. It's like, all right, cool. So we're not going to be around anymore. Like you, you want us all just. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, so you get rid of your car things. then lady. Yeah. Yeah. Like, or yeah. Okay. It's, yeah. It's so ridiculous. Again, it's even not, I mean, we're to blame too. It's. Oh yeah. We, I, because I think it's, we, you know, normal civilians almost feel like pressured where we have to go one way or the other because there's not. If we don't live in a society where there's, uh, you know, it's okay to like both sides, you know, whether I'm not even just talking strictly about politics with anything, you know, anything right. that's taboo or anything like that. Um, you know, you're always, I'm a Browns fan. Fuck the Steelers. Like I can't be like, yeah. Ben Roethlisberger oh, no, is like actually football. a pretty good quarterback. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, right, yeah, <laughs> right. Like, no, he's, dude, he's, uh, they play really hard. It's good competition. I'm just all about the competition. No, it's, it's, it's so cut and dry with everybody. And it's just like, dude, why? We're, we're just, none of it, even, again, none of it matters. It's, it's, it's just there to create bullshit and a disturbance and a distraction. So, you know, everyone that's, that, legislating and, and fucking lobbying behind our backs and there's just you know billion trillion dollar transactions happening behind that we have absolutely no idea is going on because uh we're concerned about the fucking joke of a, a, a president uh election or whatever uh race that we have going on right now i mean it's dude it's uh it's crazy it i think it's it's more upsetting to to be uh someone that like i used to actually think and actually like, you know, have pride in, in the government and in the nation, not like a, some like crazy nationalists or anything like that. But you know, I mean, I fucking signed up and was willing to die for my, oh my Jesus Christ. Like I would never fucking go do that shit again. I would never want to go die for these fucking, uh, you know, just bankers. That's all they are. <laughs> just, they're just fucking bankers. They're money counters. That's it. Well, that's like my favorite and, thing. And like nuts. I like, and the reason and everybody, like if you bitch about it, everybody's like, well, if you hate it, go somewhere else. It's like, there's nothing wrong with wanting where you live and something that you love to be better. Like I grew, like we were all promised the city on a hill. Like we're supposed to be the right. prime example of everything. Like that's the bullshit we're spoon fed our entire life. And then you get up there and you're like, Oh, nobody really, Really gives a fuck about that like they they teach it to you because right. they're told to like you go right. into the real world that doesn't matter like sorry for wanting to believe that my country like i want my country to be the best i don't want to just say it's the best like right yeah what's wrong with that and, and that's the thing too it's like you know i bitch about it all the time like saying how i, I fucking hate where you know what crazy it's like well then get out of here and leave it's like i don't want to leave i i don't think that i would be better off anywhere else i i like living in the united states i like it so much that i want it to change mm -hmm. because i that's that's the whole point of it it's like dude if i didn't give a shit about this place then i, I would be gone <laughs> i wouldn't be here it that's the thing it's not like it's hard to just go pick up and, and go leave somewhere i mean for christ's sake if you're a white male you can go hop on a plane and go anywhere right now there's really not that many restrictions besides the, you know the pandemic going on but outside of that it's like no just because i, I i'm uh, unsatisfied with 
with what's been happening and I'm not a fucking idiot that's had my head in the sand for the past 20 years. Like, uh, I'm sorry that uh, I can see both sides of the, of the of the situation and would like there to be a little bit of a middle. That's all. It's the whole world is in a gray area and people are afraid of it. Like they want it to be black or they want it to be white and it's safer. It's safer. It's easier. It's some might say better. But it's not, bliss. 100%. And it's, it's real fun. Cause like uh, my, she lives in LA now, but she was like out of Cleveland. Did you know Jess Falstick before she left? Um, I, I met like right when I first started, uh, okay. showing up, yeah, I was like, right when she's going to get out of here. So like, I was like bitching about like Ellen DeGeneres when she was like hanging out with George W. Bush. And I was like, they're all the fucking same. Like it's, it's all the same people. She wants to come on TV, tell us to like vote for like all these super liberal people, not to use all these words. And then she's hanging out with a war criminal who can't leave the country, like at a fucking football <laughs> right. game. And like, right. everybody was like, ah, she like, whatever. Like she's not allowed to have friends. It's like, I you're telling me that I can't hang out with somebody who likes the fucking red team instead of the blue team, but you're saying it's okay for Ellen to hang out with the fucking whatever. So fine. Great. The orange guy is way worse than the guy who took us into a forever war and like bankrupted this country. You're right. The orange guy is worse than him, but whatever. So Ellen can hang out with him. But now like she's like laid off like 80% of her staff and hasn't talked to anybody like just tweeting. She's like, Hey, you might've been right about Ellen being a terrible person. It's like, yeah, bro. Like, I'm sorry. Like it's, it, it's not all a, the same, man. But it's not They're a fun spot to be like, or it, like it doesn't hurt. Like I don't feel good that she's a terrible person, but it also doesn't affect me that she's a terrible person. Like she's just that's what she is, and I and you can see it. And like, and I even put on there, I was like, yeah, like it's cool that I was right, and like thank you for saying that I was right. But I, like once you get to a point where you don't give a fuck, like yeah, this is just what it is. Like you get more comfortable with it, and you can like see the bullshit and do it. But people are so like right. yeah. bought in. Like everybody wants a hero. Everybody wants it to be nice and safe. Where it's like don't like you can only control what you do to a certain point and like yes you need other people and you need stuff out there but like that's why like you don't have heroes you have people that you look up to like you know that they're human we're all humans if somebody was gonna hand me a billion dollars i'm gonna be like these million people die and you get a billion dollars it's like right that's a billion dollars man like that's i'll take it yeah (laughs) that's my entire family (laughs) lineage like i'd be an asshole if i did it (laughs) yeah like you're you're think of everybody in your family's life that would be affected for the rest of like your family line. Like that wouldn't do it. Like I can, you can see how they get there, but you also can't be surprised when it's somebody you like. And it's the same thing with like Biden. Like everybody is all about like, believe all victims and all that other, like it, which great believe women, believe all victims. Perfect. But do it for when it's your guy too. Right. Exactly. Not when it fits your narrative or only when it fits your narrative. Yeah, that's that's the thing. It's like you you got a bunch of people like pushing the Biden thing um because they they're so against Trump. It's like, I mean, okay, and do you know anything about Biden? Like have you have you even given uh, uh the time to maybe try and and look into the the candidate that you're you're so like staunch on you're going to vote for just because you hate the other guy so much? I, and it's like the whole thing. It's like the situation of less the, you know, voting for the lesser evil which i think is bullshit because i don't one i don't think we should be tied to only two people i know there's other you know fake uh uh whatever uh uh whatever uh sides of the gut or jesus i can't even think of uh <laughs> parties that's what I'm, i was thinking of political parties but they're just there to 
to create a little bit of uh, just a little disturbance, a slight disturbance uh, in it where it doesn't matter. I mean, there it's either you're going to be this this rich uh, millionaire or you're going to vote for this rich millionaire. Well, and at least like those, the, both of them are going to be working for each other in a sense. And well, right. To make and sure it's like, they keep, at, keep it going. At least the Republicans have like the balls to be like out front in public and be like, we only care about billionaires. That's it. Like, we don't give a fuck. Like the people who vote for us this feel like, yeah, this at a... some, right. At some point, the people who vote for us think they're going to be millionaires and billionaires. We're like the Democrats fuck themselves as they're like, yeah, great. We care about everybody. And now that everybody has the fucking internet and can see that, like, they didn't want Obama to be president. Like, he campaigned on, like, all this right. reform. Like, they didn't want him to, like, right. that's how Joe Biden became vice president is because they wanted somebody who had been in the system longer. Like, Hillary Clinton, everybody was, like, riding Hillary Clinton's dick. Like, she was, she's basically the one who started the Obamas from Africa rumor. Like, she started all that shit. I know, that I, like, know I know, and, and nobody it's like, fucking talks about that kind of shit. And it was eight years ago 10 years ago whatever and you're just like like what the fuck guys like you want to the democratic party is the way to it's like no they're not the way to fix it the republicans aren't the way to fix it either they're both terrible and you don't have to vote for them like that's the crazy like people don't realize that you don't have to and they're like well if you don't then ruth bader ginsburg it's like well ruth bader ginsburg was a cunt anyways like she didn't like black people like she right yeah like and she's gonna die in a few years anyways too it's like and, and how much is Ruth Ginsburg affecting your life? You're just, you don't give a fuck about that. You only care because uh, you were told to care about it. And you right. were told that's why you should vote Republican. Like, that's, you don't give a fuck about who's going to be on the Supreme Court. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> like, it, I know does, that's like, a problem with it. Well, remember when, like, the in uh, what was it, 2010 when or 2010 or 11, I know it was in college, but like the national government shutdown thing that affected literally yeah, it was, nothing. Uh, it was 2011, I think. Like, yeah. you couldn't go to yeah, the nothing. national parks, and like, I like servicemen and women didn't get paid for like a paycheck or two, which sucks, but like, it didn't like on a normal day to day basis, it didn't affect anything. And you're just like, yeah. these people oh, yeah. don't affect your life, they don't anything. Like, you see that, like, how much, like, yeah, they're here now, and that's how people get paychecks, but look how much they're helping you, look at how much they're actually doing, look at how much your life just completely changes when everything's shut down except for the guy like nothing like yeah you have to stay at home but like nothing's really changed like you're not getting kicked out of your house your lights are staying on everybody's holding it together right. and the government didn't do shit in like at all like it, it just right they right. don't do anything and like you're supposed to believe that they're gonna fix it like it doesn't it doesn't work yeah, the, the the change and everything has to come from the bottom. Uh, you know, if, if we were going to ever, if the if our nation was going to ever do anything drastic and and actually make uh, any kind of change that is going to be beneficial for for everybody, then you know it has to come from yeah from somebody that. But who's going to lead system, it? Like I'm not going to lead it because exactly. I'm too dumb. You're too dumb. Like we know each other, so I know that both of us are too dumb to do it. And it's just, it's so like, <laughs> I wouldn't want to do it just because like I don't want my skeletons to come out of my closet. Like, exactly. That's like, no, and that's no. like the whole problem. Yeah. It's like an, it's an unfixable problem. But like it's like right. one of those things where like just because it's unfixable doesn't mean like you can't get closer and get better at it or try to do it. Like do you go to like the Socrates? philosopher king kind of deal like do you do something well, like you just that voice, i think more people just need to voice their opinion and and need to be more involved and understand what is going on that's the thing like you know people would uh would give me a hard time for like you know saying that like uh whatever i would I'd post me on facebook or whatever and uh i you know apparently i'm a dick 
I realize I don't always have to agree with everything that's going on. I'm like, that's what we're supposed to do. If we don't, that's, that's what our, the government was initially founded on was if you don't like what is going on then challenge it, ask questions, ask, why are we doing this or figure out, say like, uh, you know, Hey, boomers, uh, you know, it's a lot easier to do it this way and more cost efficient to do it this way. And we can pay more people to do it this way, but we can create more jobs if we do it this way. But no, we're still going to go ahead and we like to file the paper route or we, you know, we like to do it this because that's just what we've always done. Well, okay. but then you get like, so, so yeah, I can get change even the new shit change. So like the new shit. So you go on, you got the algorithm, you got people looking for likes, you got all this other shit. Like, so that tamps down uh, change yeah. too. Like I went on like the, that's why I finally got off Facebook and like, I was even doing it on Twitter for a while. It was like, I went on a huge tirade about the algorithm. It's like, you people are looking for the likes instead of like doing something creative or doing something interesting like like a celebrity can tweet fuck trump and get a million retweets and a million likes in 15 minutes they're not saying anything they're parroting it like but then you want to try to do something really creative you swing and you miss sorry you missed but like you miss a hundred times and then you hit a home run like it you don't right like you're not going to grow. You're not going to get any better. Like you're just parroting everything else. Like nobody wants to be creative. Nobody wants to go on a limb and you're not rewarded for it either. Like any idea you have to be like, all right, how does this fit into this structure? And it's like, it doesn't fit into that structure. That's why it's different. And that's what like, it's supposed to be unique. It's supposed to be your own thing. Yeah, exactly. I, like I think Kanye too, it's like, West, like he, he's not going to fit into mm-hmm. your mold. Now he's a fucking billionaire. Like everybody's been telling him he's right. crazy. He's a, and he's gone broke like a bunch of times. And like, mm-hmm. yeah, is he fucking insane and bipolar and like, yeah. uh, like on one the last few years? Yes. But guess who's a billionaire yeah. and guess who has won and guess who's going to be remembered. Like people like right, that are exactly. going to be remembered. Like you don't remember, like everybody's like the well-behaved women, like well-behaved anybody isn't like, isn't the white bread yeah yeah nobody gives a fuck that's it yeah it's and like even with the whole like thing I, you know we're i think it's like uh it's become such a fast uh you know uh an obsession i should say because it's the one thing that that we can control you know it's like the one but thing you that can't just feel elite but right. you don't control right. it. exactly right you don't you don't now you don't but you people think they do and that's why they're so obsessed over it that's why everyone's constantly checking to see how many people viewed their videos or their pictures and liked it or tagged them and stuff. Cause they're like, Oh, well, you know, I feel special now. I feel like one of those elitists. Like I, I matter and I'm important when you don't mean shit. You just, uh, you showed uh, your camel toe or the, yeah, in, in this picture. And now you got a bunch of likes from some, you know, horny fucking 40 year olds that uh, are creepy as hell. And you're like, do you, does that make you feel good? Is that something that's that's fulfilling? And I don't mean to just use like that that no, as yeah. an example. It could well, be anything, just, but it's like jokes to bring it to stand up. 